Hello, this is episode 38 of this True Crime Nightmare podcast. This is the unsolved murder case of Julie Finley. Julie was abducted and murdered in 1994. She had vanished from Liverpool, which is in England, in August of 1994 and was later found strangled in a field off the St Helens bound carriageway of the Rainford bypass just a day later. She was brutally murdered just a few days after her 23rd birthday. A few witnesses have come forward over the many years since Julie's murder, but no one has been charged, let alone convicted, of her murder so far. One witness came forward to say that they had seen a woman matching Julie Finley's description, arguing with a man who had been trying to force her into a van. It's hard to know if that was in fact Julie and it seemed strange to me that the witness did not try to do something to help her at the time if that's what they thought was happening. A friend of Julie's called Tina had initially contacted the police after her friend's body had been discovered. She phoned them to tell them that Julie had arranged to meet a taxi driver from Prescott on the day that she was murdered but she didn't know any more information apparently than that. Nothing came of this information, however, and nobody was tracked down. No further details seem to have come out about any further information about this so-called taxi driver. What is known about the murder of Julie Finley is that she was found in a field near Rainford Bypass. This was on the 6th of August, 1994. Julie had been last seen on the 5th of August, 1994, at about 11 o'clock in the evening. Julie was last seen at Pembroke Place at the rear of the hospital. The hospital was the Royal Teaching Hospital. She was seen talking to a man there and she was standing beside some railings. She had been wearing, amongst other things, a white t-shirt. Julie Finley's naked body was discovered by a cyclist the next day at about 1 o'clock in the one thirty in the afternoon, which was the 6th of August 1994. The cyclist was preparing for a time trial that was coming up that same day later on and had gone into the field to answer a call of nature, so to speak. He then discovered the body of Julie Finley, naked and laying face down with her head obscured slightly by some bushes. It was a field which was beside the busy bypass. As you can imagine, the cyclist was extremely shocked by what he had discovered and he went back to the people that he was with. The police were called straight away. The man who had come across the body was 28 years old and worked as a computer engineer and was a keen cyclist. Shortly after news of the discovery of Julie's body was released, a witness came forward with some potential information for the police investigating her murder. The person had apparently seen a white van parked nearby. To me, that actually does not seem like very good information. Even back in the 90s, how many vans, particularly white vans, are you likely to see in a busy town? And even if they were parked up, it does not automatically mean that something sinister was going on. Maybe the police were given more information that the media did not report on, which would make sense. Another potential witness contacted the police. He told them that shortly after Julie's murder, he had picked up a hitchhiker 
The hitchhiker, according to this witness, appeared agitated for some reason. The man asked him why he was acting seemingly agitated and apparently the hitchhiker told him a story about something that had supposedly happened on the day of Julie Finley's murder. He relayed a story about having been on his motorbike in the area where the body was found. However, the motorbike had suddenly broken down and that he had to stop in a lay-by close to the scene of where the young woman's body was eventually discovered. The man had then apparently gone on to say that he had observed a white van close by at the time. He also stated that he had heard some strange unsettling sounds that seemed to be coming from inside the van. Namely sounds of someone banging on the side of the van from the inside and what had seemed at the time like a woman screaming. On hearing this, the man had then gone to investigate what was happening. He said that he went up to the back doors of the van and, and opened them. He then apparently said that he saw a naked young woman tied up in the back. The woman asked him to help her, but according to this man, suddenly another man appeared and shouted at him to go away and to mind his own business. Apparently, the stranger had also said that the woman was his girlfriend, although I don't really see how that excuses anything at all, really. The hitchhiker then reportedly did as the man had said and left. He also did not do anything at all to help. He could have called the police at the very least, and hopefully that is what most people would do in the same or similar circumstances. You can actually call the police without giving any personal information about yourself and it's free so there really is no excuse for not doing so. There would have been phone boxes around at the time as well because there's not many people had um, mobile phones at the time. Once this new information reached the police they did seem to take it seriously and Julie's case was featured on the popular crime programme in the UK at the time which was called Crime Watch UK. The programme makers included a reconstruction of Julie Finley's last known movements on the night that she disappeared. However, no more information appeared to come in that would help to catch Julie's killer. As you can imagine, Julie's fam Finley's family and friends were devastated at the lack of evidence to help put a vicious murderer behind bars. It was seen that either Julie had arranged to meet someone, such as an unknown taxi driver, which according to a friend, and when she told the police that is what Julie had planned to do on that evening, or she could have just been snatched off the streets and forced into a car or a van, such as one witness has since claimed to have witnessed that evening. It was late in the evening at about 11 o'clock when Julie Finley is thought to have been abducted and shortly after that she was strangled. Her body was just left in a field, her head being the only part that was partially obscured. Julie was known to have been really close to her parents, her mother Pat and her father Albie. Albie has since died and Pat has declining health now as well. According to Julie's mother, Elby had tormented himself with the knowledge that he could have tried to help her and that he thought he should have been able to protect his daughter. I'm sure a lot of parents feel that way when a vicious murder has taken place, leaving their loved ones dead. 
It is a real shame that not more is known about Julie's movements that night. Also, you have to wonder just how reliable some of the eyewitness accounts are. The hitchhiker, although could be telling the truth, could also just have made the whole story up as well. This person could also have actually had a hand in what had happened to Julie. Maybe he knew more than he actually admitted to, or perhaps he was racked with guilt over any involvement that he had had in her murder. He could even be tormented about the fact that he just left her there and seemingly did nothing to help her, if this account is true anyway. It will be hard to prove now after so many years and without him coming forward with any further details it's almost impossible probably to verify any information about what he claimed to have seen that night. Some people just like to make up stories and um, any agitation that was noticed about his demeanour by the person that gave him a lift could have been due to various other issues such as alcohol and or drug use, mental health illness or a variety of reasons why he was acting in an agitated state, if he was. Obviously someone knows something and maybe more than one person knows what happened and who murdered Julie Finley so many years ago. One person who has often been linked to this case is a man called Christopher Halliwell, who is serving a life sentence for the murder of two young women. It is thought that Christopher Halliwell had lived in the area close to where Julie disappeared at the time and that he had often worked as a taxi driver. He was working as a taxi driver when he murdered his victims that he has been put away for. It is known that he has lived in many different places over the years. Both of his known victims had been young. One of them had been strangled to death. But as you can imagine, Christopher Halliwell's been uh, linked to quite a few uh, murder cases, but until there's evidence that actually links him to Julie Finley's case, then no more can be done, really. He probably won't ever get out of prison. He's already in there for killing two women that he was convicted for, so anyway, he, he won't be out. There had not been any sign of a sexual assault with his victims either although he'd actually paid for sex um the second victim because she was a um a sex worker and she he paid for sex and then for whatever reason he murdered her but there was no sign of any sexual assault on the on his first victim and there's been no report of any sexual assault on Judy Finley either he has been often linked, as I said, to, to many other unsolved murders, which is often the case with people serving time for murder. But as of yet, no charges have been made in relation to Julie's case. The so-called hitchhiker who had told the story about coming across very sus suspicious illegal activity had never been directly interviewed, seemingly, and he had promised to contact the police with further information but so far it would seem that he has failed to do so so who knows I mean who knows where he's at at the moment and whether he will actually contact the police again with any information or maybe he doesn't have any information and just wants to keep out of it probably will never find out on that one 
The hitchhiker was said to have been a young man at the time, possibly in his mid-twenties back in 1994. He was about five foot eight inches tall, clean cut, with short blonde hair. The police thought that his accent suggested that he came from St Helens, which is the same area that the crime took place. At the time of the murder, Julie Finley lived in a flat at Toxheath, Toxteath, which is about 14 miles away from St Helens. She is known to have been quite a sociable young woman who had many friends. As is typical of someone in their early 20s, Julie enjoyed going out to the various pubs and clubs in the local area, often meeting up with other young people as well. Any arrangements that she had supposedly made to meet up with a taxi driver cannot be verified. Mobile phones were not by any means widespread back in 1994 and social media was not nowhere near as popular as it is today and not as easy to access as it is today. But if she told her friends that she had arranged to meet someone then there is no reason to believe this wasn't the case. Over the years, the case has gone cold many times and understandably the family of Julie Finley are frustrated by the lack of accountability for the murder of their daughter and sister and friend. Julie's father was buried with her when he died and her mother said that on his deathbed he said that he was going to see Julie very soon and he seemed quite calm. That must have been some comfort to not only the dad but also the other family members too. Julie's mother has not given up hope that one day her daughter's killer will be found and put away but she also has had to live so many years not knowing who killed her daughter and why. Julie would be in her 50s now and who knows what she would be doing. Her life was cut short in such a brutal way and her body was just dumped like a piece of rubbish in a field just off a busy road. A field that was known by locals to have been used for fly tipping, which is basically getting rid of all the rubbish that you don't want. You can imagine, only imagine the horror that Julie went through once she realised that she had met up with a really sick person or if she had been snatched off the street, what was happening to her must have been terrifying for her. I wonder if the person who did this actually planned to murder her or to murder anybody or if it was just a literally a spur of the moment thing either way she did not deserve to be strangled and dumped in a field hopefully as can happen quite often in cold cases in the future an arrest could be made that will eventually put somebody away for the crime of killing such a innocent young woman Although there was a few, there were a few witnesses, including the hitchhiker, if that that account is in fact a true account of what actually happened, not very much is actually known about what happened that night at all. Julie Finley was murdered and her body was just dumped in a field, but apart from a few sightings, not much is really known about what happened that night after eleven o'clock. Luckily for her family and for the police investigating, Julie's body was found fairly quickly. Julie's parents clearly suffered and have obviously struggled over the years. With her father dying and being buried with her must be some comfort, I would imagine. Their thoughts must have been very dark and they probably lost hope that anything will be solved in their daughter's case. 
I hope it is solved and if it is then if the murderer is still murder is still alive it takes away the risk of any future victims if he's locked up. Julie Finley's young life was cut short. She'd only just turned 23 and would have had so much to look forward to and so much life to live but for some reason that was cruelly taken away from her without any warning. Unfortunately, there is not a huge amount of details available in regards to this unsolved murder case from 1994, but there are plenty of pictures available online of Julie Finley if you are interested in looking them up at all. Thank you very much for listening. Credits for this episode go to www.lanks.live, www.google.co.uk, liverpoolecho.co.uk, that's a local newspaper, and the British Newspaper Archives website, which was really useful in finding out some information on this case. Thank you very much.